listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, yo, sweetie, you're looking kind of pretty. What's a girl like you doing in this rough city? I'm just here trying to hold my own ground. Yeah, I think I like how that sound. What you say? We use gigs to know each other better. That sound good, but I don't think I can let you. I don't know. Tell me, is it so? Don't get, don't you get a kick out of telling brothers no? No, it's not that. You see, you don't understand. How should I put it? I got a man. What's your man got to do with me? I, I told you. I'm ta- trying to hear that C. Hey, welcome to the Black Out Tips Street Harassment Podcast. I got a man. Uh, and uh, with your host Rod and Karen, we're in the house, uh, shutting Street Cast down. Apparently so. <laughs> Taking time. <laughs> uh, we're in the house on a Saturday. Uh, ready to talk about your feedback. Of course, the feedback show is when you guys write in about stuff, either leaving us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, uh, voting in the polls, comments on our website, theblackouttips.com, or emails or voicemails. So there's a bunch of ways to get in contact with us. The email address is theblackouttips at gmail.com and the e- the uh, voicemail, we just asked that it to be three minutes or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, 704-557-0186. All right. It's day 549. Bobby Schroeder's been locked up in jail. That's a long ass time. Mm-hmm. Almost 550. The official weapon is the taser. Unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. And we need to give some props to the people that donated this month, this week. I dedicate this song to Wait, I forgot I had a new song for this. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know. When the pastor change, I don't know now. No, I forgot. I had we got a visiting choir coming in uh <laughs> for the third uh-huh. week in uh June. Let me see if I can get them to play a selection, please. Stop, juice, 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 stop, we get it going. Visiting choir from Atlanta. Let's get it. <laughs> Chris from Ohio, from Hawaii. Thank you for the recurring donations. Thank you. Brina H for current donator. Y'all got some crunk donations. Carlton P hit us with the one time donation. Thank you, Carlton. Thank you, baby. The Tickler recurring donator. Mm-hmm. Tabitha M recurring donator. Conrad L recurring donator. Thank you, Conrad. Alexis H. Recurring donator. Thank you very much, Alexis. Mm-hmm. Dana W. Recurring donator. Mm-hmm. Our man Wonga. All the way from, uh, Australia, mate. I know, right? Adam S. Recurring donator. Thank you, Adam. Yes. Tanya S. Recurring donator. Roselle V. Recurring donator. Katty G. Katie G. Recurring donator. Thank you. Start to concentrate with this choir. Jane M, recurring donator. Thank you, sweetie. Kelly C, recurring donator. Thank you, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Shirley Wong, Esquire. Please say the Esquire. You better. Alfonso M became a brand new recurring donator. Thank you, Alfonso. Report to the new member class. Conrad will guide you through the dance step. Mm-hmm. Catherine B, recurring donator. And that's everybody. Play me out. Thank you. King David and the Thought Juice. <laughs> <laughs> She got loose off the talk, and she opened one of those all gems in her head, game with all Josh Wayne.
That's the name of the song? Yeah. Be surprised what I find when I have time to play around ah! on another <laughs> title. Anyway, man, feedback time. Let's uh, read y'all's five-star reviews that you left for us on iTunes. Mm-hmm. TQLER1234 says, I look forward to this podcast every day. Five stars. The Blackout is my favorite podcast. Rod's humor reminds me of the humor of my brother and I share, the, the, my brother and I share, which is comforting. And Karen's infectious laugh and coin terms. The thing about it is, not trying to be funny, etc., makes me look forward to spending time alone. Uh, people like to talk over the podcast like it's music. I appreciate this podcast because I learned, I learned different perspectives that I never thought of. Shout out to the Bay Area Black Podcast Enthusiasts. Stay woke meetup group. <laughs> they put me on and i get excited when i get a chance to force other people to listen to the blackout tips because they just don't know what they're missing oh thank you thank you sweetie and yeah karen tries to talk over podcasts like their music too <laughs> i just have to be patient and rewind or wait till she's not around thank you i'm sorry it just happened my bad my go-to podcast queen 77 says i love Rod and karen listening to them is like being on a three-way call with your good friends well you talk about any and everything they get me through my daily train commutes lunch breaks and general boredom i sing along with the game show intros and even got my boyfriend into them he was curious as to why i keep singing effing with black people uh and say a hundred when listening to random <laughs> stories <laughs> they have great guests and will put you on to all kinds of other podcasts to subscribe to kudos Rod and karen thank you thank you baby we appreciate you mm-hmm. if you're in another country let us know guys we'll look up that itunes review as well this includes canada and or mexico we also got two uh reviews on stitcher oh shit after two months of silence nuz miller says five star old dog new tricks i'm a retired journalist i get a headache when i see how badly the news is covered on so-called news channels then i discover the blackout tips me uh wait me that uh to oh and that brought me to rod and karen they bring reality and funny uh is a wonderful antidote for the news junkie that was suffering withdrawals oh thanks thank you sweetie uh i often have to re-listen to the podcast because i was laughing so hard i missed stuff well i'm glad you were laughing through the the news uh we try to keep it funny here i don't know that we necessarily should count as the news because sometimes we just skip over bullshit but hey i'm glad you listen anything to prevent you from setting shit on fire uh sam t says my favorite podcast i could listen to Ryder karen talk about anything anything i'm white but i listen to all the episodes not just game of Thrones recap and i don't fast forward when rod says for the white people to fast forward five stars <laughs> thank you so you the sweetie. one sam okay all right we, Glad we get to, you're sticking around getting to the bottom of this i was wondering the number said there were one on the stat sheet ah, you the one and uh we finally finally figured this one out uh of course the uh feedback shows and all the stuff on the website the blackouttest.com gotta read those comments um episode 20 oh wait twelve twenty, confessions of a leash child uh <laughs> just a feedback show comments ao says um oh there was a picture of kids on ridiculous leashes for their parents it says but not number 22 maybe humiliating but you'll make it home with your kid i noticed none of these are black kids on this buzzfeed list i wonder if that means something my black mama didn't have time for leashes she instilled fear by telling us she'd leave us if we weren't with her <laughs> by the time she checked out 
and i believe she meant it when we were out my brothers and i explored but constantly checked in so we wouldn't get left Mm-hmm. <laughs> be up there at k and g's forever yeah, my, 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 my mama was good on that. Like, if she was wanting to go somewhere, we was fucking around, especially at home. And I think once or twice she left you. She was like, I was ready to go, you wouldn't, so I left you at home. Mm-hmm. You came out, baby, now. <laughs> right. Mella Bella says, I'm five foot seven, thick, thick, Rick James, rich bitch, just Britney. Man, just Britney's song, Call Me For That Good, was my jam back in 09. She signed with Young Money back when they were uh, signing any and everybody. I'm guessing she got lost in the sauce. Well, I'll be turn, uh, I'll be tuned in to the ratchetry. Yeah, uh, yeah, she was gonna be on, she's gonna be on, uh, Love for Hip, Love and Hip Hop Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll be watching that too. Uh, the poll was Leashes on Children, yay or nay? You know, in the wake of Gorilla Gate, you think everybody would say 100% yay, right? Mm-hmm. 62% yay, 38% say nay just out there risking your kids huh taking them to the zoo letting them swing around <laughs> whatever y'all say y'all the ones that got mad not me uh 1221 is home is where the hatred is where we talked about uh the shooting of the post nightclub in orlando mm-hmm. um let's see what the what the uh not post what the comments were m steve says newt gingrich stated the biggest threat to gay rights is islamic extremists and he is right islamic extremists have fought against gay marriage to protect family values they have fought lgbt anti-discrimination in the workplace laws they have passed laws over which bathroom trans people should use they think private businesses should be able to refuse service to lgbt to the lgbt community they also want to deny government services to lgbtq people oh wait i was reading the republican party platform my bad right well at least i know that the nra has it right about more guns less crime the facts are right there look at the uk the uk has virtually banned guns and criminals are terrorizing good people they have one of the highest if not the highest per capita murder rates among the world first world nations they currently are over two million people in prison and growing oh oh i think i fucked up again i thought it said the uk but it was actually the u.s the gunless ah. uk is actually one of the safest first world countries sorry but remember never let facts get in the way of a good argument i feel right. you Steve. uh and i yeah people don't give a fuck man Mm-mm. they they're just arguing and everybody wants to put it check off their box and make sure that their precious shit is protected that's all Prince Ron says the fake unity people are drumming up have me blown it's amazing to sit and listen to right wingers condemn homophobia in the islamic community the same people that be harlem shaking when the anti-lgbtq laws are passed we all know that if the same people were injured or killed by a fire at the club a lot of republicans wouldn't pretend to care at all in fact we know that some would consider it a sign from god shit some did even with the shooting yes sir also i want to send a very special shout out to the people enraged by the stanford ruling but still defending cosby yeah i saw i saw a few people trying to find a way to juxtapose that stanford shit into like and it's and the racial issue is the problem too it's like Mm-mm. yeah dog um not gonna stand with you on this joint as far as saying black people need to get off with rape if you want to say everybody should be punished equally and it should be a lot i'm there for that okay if you want to say why the fuck black people not getting three months for rape uh dude you missed the whole point yes you did nahemia 95 says i really dropped a tear when i heard rod explain the reason why we love our club so much i love knowing you guys understand what my family just can't love nehemia oh thank you thank you for mm-hmm. listening and 
and whatnot and i i say that as a person that's never been to a gay club that i know of you know i don't think i have if i was up in there it was probably like when it was just like lunch or something and i ain't know because i'm just enjoying my lunch not paying nobody no attention but my assumption is you know being openly gay is a brave thing in itself but unlike other minorities you can't be born into a family or unit of support so right you know it's like if you're black you're born into a black family if you're an immigrant you're typically even if you're the first generation you're born into a american family but they also have these this immigrant background if you're whatever you know you're typically born into you know for the most part you're born into whatever it is and you have a support system around you and mm-hmm. you, this is the one thing you can be born and people are just like yeah uh um, you I'm not being, here for that <laughs> yeah you being uh some level of uh of of lgbt or q um we don't have we aren't prepared to take care of that Mm-mm. and we don't support you now you right know? so i can imagine that grouping up is gonna be the only real quote-unquote safe place and he wanted to attack a safe place and the fact that he frequented that bar and understood that community speaks volumes as to uh how much damage he knew he would cause of course you know like uh not actually no i don't care if people get mad or not um it is not unlike attacking that church for black people Mm he wanted to have the same intent to affect people in a, in a place that they feel sacred i understand it's a club and i know a church is a church but being able to be your free and open honest self is a lot of what people go to church for yes sir amani says hey rod and karen i listened to this episode coming back from my vi- from visiting my grandma in the hospital she's okay and i just need to thank y'all both for getting me through that day pissed but still entertained i talked to a queer friend about the post shooting and he admitted he couldn't conceive of what it was like to love someone and not have fear as part of that not to just just to not be afraid that some, loving someone would put them in danger that struck me all week and that's the safe space that was violated and why i will fight anyone who argues this wasn't terrorism almost a year to the day dylan roof intentional uh intentionally chose a black church to shoot up which resonates even if you have no ties to religion that's an intentional act and that's personal uh talking about the stanford rape trial and johnny De- i mean i and i agree with you I, that's mm-hmm. the only reason I, i'm not adding anything i agree talking about the stanford rape trial and johnny does domestic violence back to back really drove home how much we hate women as a society even if the oj even in the oj documentary the parallels of an abuser's need for control were so obvious that we'll do anything it takes to rationalize it blame the woman and not confront the fact that someone we know or like could be a rapist or abuser by the way you were right about airbnb only stepping up because the pr hit they're taking last week i saw an ad for noir bnb which i never knew existed pitching themselves as a service where you don't have to worry about the racism and a safe space for black travelers rod's point about diversity and fantasy was a big one but i'm gonna drop that off for the nerd off sorry this went so long but y'all are on fire and the nigga and the nigga really know really had to get it off his chest p.s don't feel bad karen my first thought when i heard kurt cobangs was oh shit mona bringing back people from the dead oh god what the only one but then I felt even worse when I remember the first time I heard of him was from Elon's wife, Emily. Ha! Aww. Uh, B-Touch says, as a former resident of Orlando and once regular visitor to Post, the news of the shooting over the weekend shook me to the core. I'd been to Latino night in Post, at Post before and saw, saw how important that space was to people who already marginalized by the country at large could also find themselves, unfortunately, marginalized by local Puerto Rican, Dominican, and other Latinx 
uh latino communities just like uh black lgbt people can experience in much of the country the underreporting by some of the major news outlets of the fact that about 95 percent of the victims were people of color is frustrating yeah he um attacked that night on purpose too and they said he was even inside telling people like telling some black people because he shot black people too but telling some black people y'all can leave because black people have suffered enough like he was racially targeting people too um and people are trying to like i said everyone wants to check off their box of okay we need to make sure it's not about guns okay we need to make sure it's not about race okay we need to make sure it's not about gender okay we need to make sure it's not about islam okay we need to make sure that it's not about uh uh, men okay we need to make sure it's not about like everyone's trying to protect their specific interest um and i'm not saying it is about islam guys by the way um just but i'm just saying as it unfolded i watched people all do the well it's not this and it's not that and it can't be this and and everyone just wants to say what it's not but there's a tragedy that happened and at the end of the day winning the fight about the tragedy uh to me is senseless like it doesn't do it it doesn't do anybody any justice to try Mm -hmm. to be like well i won a debate because i i was able to avoid admitting it was blank blank and blank you know um because that's what it felt like the news was doing like well we want well it wasn't just about black people okay it wasn't about brown people and it wasn't about gay people and it wasn't about and you're like you have no no basis to say that the motherfuckers that survived are telling you how it went down inside Mm -hmm. the people people are telling you the dude has been there why are we trying to find a way to go well it's not really about that you know it's so funny because you watch like fox avoid calling certain shit terrorism and certain people terrorists but then rush on other times you know and then you'll see uh democrats kind of feel the same way i remember there was the shooting in uh california where everybody was like well obviously these two people were uh this is about attacking planned parenthood or whatever and it's like well it turns out that you know it might have been about some other shit too mm-hmm. you know like you just don't know man no well i think it turned out to be like a workplace shooting like something you know where it's like i'm not that those two things couldn't happen at the same time but it seemed like everything they wrote and said was more about attacking their work the place of work so you just never know man uh at any rate um uh it's clear that they want to chase the islamic terrorist angle because it'll get them better ratings yep but it seems so wrong to ignore the impact that it has psychologically on the latinx lg oh so he started okay i just didn't know that word latinx with a l latinx i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right man i hope i'm not fucking it up be touch um but uh lgbt community uh thanks to the power of the internet we uh have been some pieces written by bloggers and others that focused on how important clubs can be as a sanctuary for lgbt people of color several of them are collected at americasvoice.org um the idea of the shooting happening here no matter what the reason though the islamic terrorism ties are starting to look more jumbled as more evidence comes out the shooter claimed allegiances with multiple organizations that are antagonistic with each other yeah he was like i'm down with isis and al-qaeda it's like they don't even fuck with each other you down with the bloods and the crips too um uh, it's terrifying uh the losses of lives the injuring of innocent people and the recasting of the memories of everyone who has been deposed is as dev is all devastating it hasn't stopped bothering me all week never mind my friends who still live in the area who lost people in the shooting yep yep i just feel like what about all the people that 
weren't out to their parents and this is how their parents found out they were gay and they also found out they were dead yes sir same, all at, at the, the same, same time, time. <laughs> at the same time you know it's sad shit man uh the poll was <laughs> did we do this show and then this is the poll have you ever masturbated at work <laughs> ah, have you because hmm? we had that dude that died at work jacking off mm-hmm. yes 33 percent. 33 percent of our audience has jerked it at work uh 67 percent has not karen you ever jerked it at work Mm-mm. all right me neither silverback server says i would never ever do something like this Ooh, gross am i right guys am i right ladies however i have a friend let's call him wink wink out of respect however who says that it's the bee's knees for releasing stress and cleansing oneself of the constant onslaught of sexual stimuli we face in post tvg facebook group for twitter instagram snapchat etc society wink wink says if he ever gets caught he will blame it on mark Hanna from from wolf of wall street poor little wink wink no pun intended um yeah i feel like there is no wink wink okay <laughs> i don't know about this silverback surfer <laughs> um but uh all right let's go to the to the next one um episode uh 1222 i believe and the name was starring chadwick boseman mm-hmm uh we talked about a uh, bunch of stuff and him uh, taking all the roles and taking your job mm-hmm. let's see what the comments were uh patricia writes in had to tell you guys i love your podcast hook from the word go go hella funny thank you I'm glad you like it thank you uh how sway how how do you figure that the right answer is guns and clubs the point is to take keep them out of places where alcohol is served so this makes no sense stacy that's uh the opposite way <laughs> that's the opposite way uh that the laws work that's what houseway said uh i'll say this houseway i'm gonna start calling her stacy trash okay oh because she got a trash ass opinion maybe racy trash even she always talking about race and she got a trash ass opinion about it ain't that true racy trash I'm write that down that might be the title of the episode racy trash she is the worst uh also i can't wait to see chadwick boseman as denzel washington as malcolm x great episode mm-hmm. <laughs> uh caritha says i very much appreciated how thoughtfully you were covering the orlando shooting i want to share something i think is important about the newest stories about the killer having used gay dating apps i volunteer for an organization focused on lgbtq youth so i'm sensitive to the danger of simple self-hate arguments this is important analysis for the scholar activist lisa duggan uh from the scholar activist lisa duggan the news about mateen and gay clubs and on gay dating sex apps does not mean that he was really quote-unquote gay true a self-hating gay man uh it means he responded to his own queer desire present in everyone with the violence promoted by the toxic masculinity he was invested in the toxic masculinity lives in the militarism militarism of his g4s employment his admiration for the nypd and his interpretation of religion and everywhere else uh elsewhere that toxic masculinity violently suppresses femininity in men as well as queerness it wipes out sensitivity and tenderness with dominance and guns uh she also said duggan's comment very much supports the connection you two made on today's show about domestic violence how many of these hyper masculine perpetrators abuse women in situations that society treats as private before branching out to become to cause public destruction yeah he beat that first wife family had to kidnap her basically mm-hmm. to get her back had to, her own family had to right. 
you know op- create an operation LCL team six mm-hmm. operation they had to call liam neeson to get their fucking daughter yes, back yes with a special set of skills like this dude was seen to be a bad guy for a minute uh and often uh that that precursor is some sort of violence against women it's i mean it's almost uncanny like how many times i read oh this dude shot two cops and before he left boston he shot his girl ex-girlfriend and tried to kill her well he been beaten or he has a history of beating yeah it's, it's uncanny this dude the dude that shot up um newtown shot his mother first mm-hmm. <coughs> uh do you believe bobby brown fucked the ghost yes or no now nobody left a comment on this one <laughs> yes he's a ghost fucker no he's on his own guess they are afraid of ghosts mm-hmm. don't want to leave no comments i guess uh, yeah apparently so uh <laughs> just about a ghost aroni you know <laughs> uh we can't do that again i can't think of any more songs at the moment uh yes he's a ghost fucker uh 35 cent no he's on his own 65 percent don't believe him i'm shocked 35 percent of y'all believe that man fuck the ghost though like really are we is this what we doing 35 <laughs> percent that's a lot of people mm-hmm. that i thought were i had respect for but apparently i don't uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i believe bobby fucked the ghost y'all think the ghost was with me hmm? is that what y'all think was it before or after she died does that count as cheating how do you know a ghost fuck is a man these are the questions that we ask here at the blackout tips i don't know uh episode 1223 is chopping up with the hound and we normally get a ton of uh, responses on our um on our uh recaps we only got one amani says man kimmy gibbler <laughs> wanted to kill Arya so bad her dick was hard she must be she she must be she may be the youngest but Arya is the only stark that has any sense and will kill a motherfucker instead of waiting for them to act right we know about the stark's honor but the lannister's curse is being too smart for their own good cersei done lost her whole city and her son fucking with religious zealots and i didn't catch it until your recap best in the game but Tommen is having cersei trial uh trial on mother's day that punk ass son gotta go and I'm betting she gonna end up killing him. Wouldn't surprise me the way Jamie's been talking about nothing matters to him but her that he'll have to kill her in the end too. Mm. Tyrion is going down the same path with the slavers and the red priestesses. Although if all of them are in that fine as a, wait, if all of them are that fine as a requirement, I can't blame them. Oh yeah, those priestesses do be fine. But I don't think, I don't know if Tyrion get, has sex anymore after Shay died. Mm-mm. We got another Black Bay on the show. House Jackson, stand up. I do think Varys is going to Dorne to get the Sand Snakes, but I noticed he left right before the slaver showed up and Danny came back. Just saying, if you thought Sherman burned uh, slave lands, wait until Khaleesi puts three dragons on your ass. Great recap this week. Can't wait for that bastard bowl. Yeah, I was saying that on Twitter that what if Varys, Varys sold them out to the Masters uh, because the timing of him leaving right before this attack happened mm. kind of suspicious mm-hmm. i hope he didn't but what yeah. if he did that would be an interesting story you know he is the internet mm-hmm. the poll was do you block and unfriend people on social media because you know we're talking about uh there's an article about mental health mm-hmm. and blocking people's good for you 
80 percent of y'all blocking unfriend people on social media five percent do not y'all think y'all tough and uh 16 percent say they're not on social media there was a comment down there and there was a comment down there as well that's right karen said it right before i close it b touch says oh absolutely my blood pressure already high enough as it is but this week i had to block former co a former co-worker who posted some highly racist nonsense about all muslim people in the words of kevin hart they had to go yep yep they had to go they had to go and lastly the episode 1224 black history the movie uh starring chapel posing uh <laughs> the uh we had a couple um we had a couple comments let's see who we got here uh tiffany writes in rod please get out of my life oh my god i was here working my desk in tears when you are were doing the movie trailer i was laughing so hard my nosy neighbor came over to see if i was okay side eye i'm laughing ho i'm great hashtag nosy <laughs> i feel you honey keep up the great work you two your podcast never lets me down karen's laugh always puts a smile on my face and i love singing along with fucking with black people love you guys and again keep up the great work thanks tiffany thank you sweetie glad you enjoyed it mm-hmm. i enjoyed making it <laughs> apparently you did maya b says this is going to cover all the coverage that y'all did over the post shooting so i felt it's fitting to do it on the last episode of the week dear auntie karen and uncle rod thank you for providing a safe space during this attack against my lgbt siblings by rightfully being angry as everyone should tbgwt was the first time i actually said out loud that i was a lesbian and what happened in orlando shook me to the core but i but since i'm not fully out yet i cannot outwardly show my anger and sadness in front of my family Oh, i didn't even think about that wow how many people are like Hurt grieving or angry right and you can't even fucking say nothing because mm-hmm. your family and people don't even know right and you know they wouldn't be supportive they just think right. you oh you got a bad attitude that's what they right. think you just sad or going through your mood swings wow but listening to y'all this week i was able to sort through my emotions and grieve accordingly thank you for providing me with laughs and happiness during this darkest hour love your lesbian niece maya thank you maya thank you sweetie uh b touch says the chadwick boseman trailer gave me so much much needed joy this week my favorite boseman roles were chadwick boseman and sojourner truth ain't i a woman yes and chadwick boseman is rosa parks no (laughs) that's it just no (laughs) <laughs> just, just no. thank you for your continued and well-balanced coverage of the post shooting as well as of anderson cooper exposing florida attorney general pam bondi as a hypocrite she is right that was so good now 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 you see now now you see now you know you done fucked up right right before he went in mm-hmm. and what's so crazy is we are now resigned to being like yo he went in but if we're being honest all he did was do his job right and that's how bad everyone is at doing their fucking job they take these politicians bullshit lying answers straight to their face with no follow-up questions they do no research going in and then we still respect them as this fucking journalist we like we, we're like oh well that doesn't really matter that don lemon forgot to call him out on that shit good job at least he got him on no all he did was be like yo you didn't used to say that I, then they, they said on her website she lied about them hands 
come on dog. like yeah i got some lgbt rainbow hands on that man he went on her website with no hands up shut up mm-hmm. uh she could have chosen at any time before this to change her views on and approach to lgbt people and she waited until after the death and terror had affected them it wouldn't even uh been as bad for her if she just apologized for her past actions look at the lieutenant governor in utah utah she can have a seat and stop running into the heavy mammy bosom of fox news to protect her from the big scary civil fox yeah yeah she was trash dog i don't like and i mean i let me say this if this is the thing that makes people wake the fuck up I'll, i'm thankful for people that wake up you gonna get roasted because mm-hmm. you've been a complete hypocrite before now and you have no uh i i just don't believe anybody until they show with actions and they stick through it like stick through i feel like every like my problem isn't people going holy shit this just made me realize i'm a piece of shit and i've been i've been laying the groundwork for the hatred that that sparks people like this okay cool this is what it took for you to realize it sad that it took this to realize it those people are gone now they can't come back maybe you had an awakening moment cool now that you are quote-unquote awake what are you going to do mm-hmm. we're not talking about just regular ass people not that regular ass people shouldn't do things but this woman has pull she can get shit done she's an ag in florida how about you look at some of these cases and go yeah we're not gonna do that we're not gonna do that we are gonna prosecute this we are gonna attack that why don't you use some of that power rather than be like i'm just here to uphold the constitution and the constitution means people hate gay people so i just had to do what i gotta do Anderson. but that's not what we're here to talk about today fuck that uh brooklyn shoe bay says that's it i cannot drink anything while listening to blackout tips anymore i was listening to the black history the movie starring chadwick boseman trailer and just giggling my butt off while walking to pick up my kids from school the final line was what slayed me i burst out laughing and sprayed all the water i was drinking right out of my mouth and starring chadwick boseman as you damn that nigga and everything <laughs> you and karen are the bestest really 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 get me through my days if i went premium all i would do is listen to your shows my kids will be waiting around for me to cook dinner and stuff keep up the good works oh (laughs) thank you for listening and the pot uh the poll was um do you block another friend wait did i already say this do you block another friend people on social media Mm mm-hmm did you put the poll up twice same poll i put it up twice let me see let's see if there's a different comment oh no no i just read the poll before uh before this i don't know so then what was the poll for the last did i post the same poll twice let me see here guys blocking up for people on social media oh have you ever visited a national state park that's the one i forgot to read uh yes and i'm not white no and i'm not white i'm white is the the options uh yes and i'm not white 57 percent of y'all have visit a national or state park and you are not white so karen a lot of black people are going they can't have a good time okay 27 percent said no and i'm not white and 16 percent said i'm white so we don't know if they went or not but they're white okay mm-hmm. and it didn't matter for the context of what we were discussing mm-hmm. you get mauled by them bears you on your own you just gotta give white people an option or else they won't vote in your poll or they'll fuck it up 
all right guys uh let's play the voicemail we got one voicemail hey rod and karen this is tina warning this is going to be like the first voicemail of the week um for me because i'll call back again so today is sunday and i was listening to your review show and you talked about twix um how come i thought that was this week in crackers <laughs> i'm sorry it's not Aww. funny. But um, nigga time. I'm not on Facebook, but now you guys make me want to get on Facebook because for real, like, I know a lot of people have been talking about it on Twitter and also on um, Facebook, but no, we really need it. Like, I am so poor. I go to all these other conferences. Why not? I just can't say nigga time on my Twitter. I'm going to have to say, you know, NC or FitCon something because, you know, I got this job and, you know, people be watching. But, um, oh, this is what I called you. So today, I know you're going to cover it, fucking with gay people, um, the mask in Orlando. I was, like, really upset and just really hurt because I am black. I am gay. I am a woman. So it's, like, on all fronts. It's going down in these streets, and I have to worry about it. And I, I, I love going to gay clubs, and I typically go to a lot of clubs where it's mostly, um, I don't know, gay men because those clubs are more visible, of course, and just... It, it scares me, man. And then I hate the fact that you have people that are making this into a uh, Islamophobia thing, right? Get rid of the Muslims, kick them out. But also, it's funny, you have this battle, should I hate gay people or should I hate the Muslims? That a lot of people are making this into. So I look forward to your coverage. Thank you for having the coverage. And I feel fucked with fucking with black people, fucking with gay people. And I'm sure it's might have become the fuck with women this week. Oh, I'm so mad that I miss you guys um, at Austin Con, but hopefully I can catch you at another one. All right. Talk to you later on this week. Peace. Peace. Thank you so much for calling, mm-hmm. uh, Tina. And, uh, yeah, we definitely covered it this week. Um, so, yeah. And uh, I know it's got to hit home, close to home since literally it's close to your home, you know. Right uh ma my man mike in london says uh i'm sure i just heard you oh regarding anus avenue episode uh i think it's like 1211 i don't remember anyway numbers. um <laughs> actually i can find out hold on let me which was anus avenue i think he's responding to a uh 1217 there we go uh he said uh i'm sure i just heard you say south lane and albemarle street i nearly spit out my coffee as those are both in my local neighborhood <laughs> hey man i'm just saying dog all streets the same mm-hmm. we did not have very much originality mm-hmm. when it came to naming these motherfucking streets in, in the world nope and neither did the people that came up with the names all right southwest drive fuck it right northeast boulevard you got two directions in the name fuck it mm-hmm. uh, let me, oh i think this one's for the nerd off let me move this email and get back to this one some feedback young um aj writes in what up rod and karen i've been meaning to write in but keep putting it off uh and now i got a backlog of shit to talk about i'll go ahead and apologize for the long email firstly congratulations again on the ebony article i'm happy that you guys got the recognition for the hard work and that all the barbershops and salons across the country will be able to see you for a generation to come rod i appreciated how much you spoke about karen and her support so that these trolls know what's really going on I gotta be honest with y'all the day of the thrones recap with five star i had my arms folded while listening to them recap their side of hashtag beef 
i realize that i can get defensive about podcasts but if y'all can sit there and have a civil discussion then i should be able to listen without being mad i'm glad y'all had them on and i was happy to see a resolution it was like seeing your boys on the playground stop fighting and now we can all sit at the same lunch table again but for real we live in a time where grown-ass adults make fools of themselves all the time when a simple apology was all that was needed the fact that those guys apologized and you listen made me more proud to be a premium member much respect to those dudes as well yeah and honestly man i felt kind of sorry as well you know like i apologize to them even for the fact that it was uh any level of misunderstanding about it because i definitely you know could understand when they brought it up like how it might look to them and uh my main point was just that uh i would never want to be viewed that way so let me take whatever actions i need to make sure that the shit is straight because why lose a friendship over uh what essentially i think was a a misunderstanding at best you know Mm -hmm. and uh you know i'm glad that i'm glad to still have those dudes around and still be able to be a fan of those dudes and a friend of those dudes uh i know i'm supposed to be excited about the warriors and the Cavs, but all of last week it was way more excited about the 3go crossover <laughs> y'all just sounded like friends who hadn't seen each other in a while i really appreciate y'all continuing to work during your travels it was great seeing all that awesome kind of pictures karen posted with the fans when i saw the pic of everybody on the panel i had to forward the pic to some dumbass who made the 27 bullshit reasons snowflake black people have for other black people i may have remembered that title incorrectly but whatever it was just great seeing all the blackness and knowing that everybody was enjoying themselves i hope y'all go back next year because i'd like to make that trip along with y'all uh yeah Yeah, man um we are planning on going back and then also um it was so cool seeing all those different people from all walks of life like Mm -hmm. kicking it you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. it was it was cool like you know there were some white folks there uh some just i think found their way in there i don't think all the white folks was with us but uh yeah it was, but the, even the, even them they just had a good time because the thing is exactly we created an environment that was fun and friendly and uh i really did enjoy it. and i enjoyed the fact that roger bob a good point i mean because there were a lot and there were men and women there uh but the cool part was like the dudes like just chilling in there and just enjoying themselves and just nerding out because a lot of times when it comes to being a nerd a lot of people have the definition you know that there's no people of color that actually love nerd shit and they really 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 is yeah i like it was just a lot of cool shit man Mm -hmm. like also just the fact that we had so many different beautiful black people from all around like all walks of life coming through and just hanging out man that was so fun it was so much you know people had a good time it's been a couple weeks now nobody's talked about like somebody doing some creepy shit Mm -hmm. or like you know uh no no altercations and shit man it was so cool to be able to have fun man like that's what we do this for and something that me and roger talked about you guys are a reflection of us and because you know a lot of the ashy hotel niggas we get them out of here so it's one of those things where everybody felt comfortable everybody enjoyed themselves everybody had a good time um nobody felt uncomfortable and that's that's what we strive to do um, when we have these things we want people to have a good time and, and want and have the desire to come out yeah it was like i said great time man mm-hmm. uh i know let's see uh lastly i got a vent about this bigotry 
i hate that these bad events have ha- have to keep happening and i'm glad more people are listening but it also helps to see who is choosing to be ignorant i gave a huge side out to the people who said to tranquilize a tase that gorilla but had no issue when cops kill black teens so you really want more humanity for a gorilla than an actual your actual neighbor yep i see you america america brock turner i couldn't even make this shit up but you mean to tell me we don't have a problem with how we treat women or the fucked up biases in our judicial system but black people have a higher population in jail because we do more crime right not because we have racially biased judges anybody still arguing that can get the fuck up from around me and i have one last fuck you to these gop politicians that had to speak about the latest shooting these are the same politicians that helped expand gun rights and spread the hate about the lgbt community fuck them and their voter base sorry for the long email y'all have a great weekend aj yeah dog and you want to know you want to know another stuff dog if it wasn't for them in my opinion if it wasn't for their bashing of islam i don't think know that he claims islam as mm-hmm. as as the reason he does this right you no, know i don't think he does so uh let's see did i read very late letter based on episode 1208 i don't think i did no you didn't all right hi riding karen uh i've been late like hell on writing this letter thanks to more or less being buried under a mountain of work but i did want to say first in general that i really enjoy your show and appreciate how the two of you consistently put out shows five times a week and even more for premium listeners and the love that you show both your audience and other podcasters as well the thoughts i wanted to express are primarily related to episode 1208 the world is george with dj ben i mean from the fan bros show another podcast i enjoy as well the conversation turned at one point to blur culture and how black nerds felt they didn't or did they did or didn't fit into the larger black culture they may have been surrounded by as a kid i'll admit that my childhood wasn't the most fun i got picked on a lot as a kid and didn't have very many good friends until the last year of high school or other kids accused me of not being black enough because at the time i wasn't deep into the music being played on the radio and my mother didn't have the money or concern to buy uh, fashionable clothes for my sister and i so i was picked on for that too rod did point out that on the show that he evolved from a place of just telling people to get over that situation and not to carry the baggage so deeply forward into adulthood and i do think it is a thing that each individual may have to deal with in their own time friends and community and sometimes family can help but ultimately this is a man versus self-conflict i sought out my own identity based upon things that interested me history classic film and tv old school music comics i did eventually find that place where i fit into blackness on a societal basis but even before that i did have to teach myself that my own personal blackness was is and will always be sufficient and accepting and accepting descending into self-hate there's no right way to be black i'm sure people find my interest in old ass movies and music weird or whatever but good for them i'm still me and i'm still black and it's all good as for everything that happened with five star and the hashtag debate i really really appreciate how gracefully you both handled the situation and were able to resolve everything with them in a relatively short amount of time as someone who is still fairly new to podcasting i'm still getting used to the hashtag etiquette and i'm sure i made a few missteps but i appreciate the example you two set in dealing with this situation i don't want to see anyone fight so it was really great to see everyone squash the situation and support each other going back to the show as a whole i did want to say that i really appreciate you both for everything you do i work a job where podcasts are as important to my daily disposition especially on the roughest days uh i want to thank thank you once again for everything you do and for keeping a smile on my face or at least a neutral expression even on my toughest days thanks brandon from the say something nice podcast thanks man thank you sweetie 
i hadn't read that before i didn't even I realize that no you may have if you did you read it again you know what you're right yeah because it don't matter we read so we <coughs> cover so much shit baby in case we missed you just know we got you covered uh demacio right saying right uh 411 missing state parks right episode 1223 why black people don't go to state parks thought you should thought you would like to share this with the audience we don't do that because 500 years of bullshit has evolved the equivalent of spider sense to avoid bullshit ah! <laughs> ask karen uh, according to the search below there's an unspoken epidemic of missing people from state and national parks it's it dates back several decades and ain't nobody got time for whack crackers in the wilderness <laughs> <laughs> damn that's pretty good though uh let's see who else write in uh nate writes in advertising making money and capitalism i know i'm late on this but after my phone died i had to get a replacement i've been playing catch up so these days i always laugh whenever i hear talk of selling out because it usually comes with the mouth uh from the mouth of immature children who still think stand-up comedian bill hicks was a prophet when i was 20 i thought that too some uh of his many jokes he had one where he basically said that any artist who did commercials was suspect and useless and deserved to be thrown away sadly had i stumbled onto the black artist when i was 20 i would have listened because of the spon- i wouldn't have listened because of the sponsors of course i was blind to my own hypocrisy because while excoriating people who sold out i was out here spending my money on arizona green tea apparel thus paying to ah! thus paying to advertise for them gibson and fender apparel paying to advertise for them too good yep. food guitars music and just generally being a consumer myself right but see i'm 29 now and quite a bit more mature i'm still a consumer but i'm not blind to it i do hate u.s american capitalism in general i think it's evil and wrong and would prefer a different system of the economy but i no longer blame people who sell out quote unquote because you're just trying to get that money in the system we live in and there's nothing wrong with that nope recently i was at chase bank when some white hipster talking to a friend said that guitar sold out he plays with rihanna now at 20 i would have agreed with him now i'm like so what good for him getting his money and since when is paying for rihanna selling out anyways right i mean playing for rihanna selling out anyways everybody will look you you complain it if rihanna came to you you play too that's the thing that people complaining if they was in this situation they would make a lot of times the same decisions mm-hmm um i also thought it was funny i found it funny that a white hipster who hates artists who sell out was banking at jp morgan and chase that was hilarious to me come on yeah people are such hypocrites about other people's money mm-hmm. but anyways i think it's a thing that kids do but sadly some people don't mature out of it these same people were once at the other extreme too thinking iron Rand was the greatest intellectual of our time yuck i no longer look at selling out the same way selling out for me would be more like voting for donald trump just because bernie sanders lost that is selling out anyways that's all thanks for your epic podcast as usual keep me updated uh keep me updated when you get a non-paypal membership off, off option i want to be a member but paypal still hates me oh yeah yeah i'll work on it yeah. my bad yeah we've been working on that and has always had something that didn't work out so yeah uh chi chi writes in dearest rod and karen go sex and respect you guys know you ain't right on your episode for monday you discuss bobby brown having sex with a ghost when i say i hollered karen your pause at the rod teaser story had me pause my phone and laugh heartily <laughs> as if that wasn't enough then you guys start riffing on bobby brown's songs interpolated with ghost shit i lost my ever loving mind <laughs> i don't need permission sex with an apparition 
you need you guys need an emmy oscar bt award iheart radio trophy this is why you both are so loved and respected anyways you guys are absolutely my favorite podcast and i love hearing your voices and perspectives every day i'm still too poor to donate to the church building fund but i'm spreading the good word at uh, uh to all of northeast ohio uh, let's do it for the land thank you for inspiring me to be a better feminist womanist keyboard activist wife citizen and friend with love and adoration chi from cleveland thank you thank you always need missionaries <clears throat> mm-hmm. we need you know the ushers got a someone gotta bring people in mm-hmm. black kid in white spaces miss smart writes in karen rod over the past few months rod and several guests have mentioned how it felt to be one of the few black kids in educational spaces what advice would you give the parents whose kids are in that situation should the parents initiate a conversation should the parents make an effort to put the kid, child in the black so, uh, social situations church groups jack and jill sports teams in the black neighborhoods and yes i know y'all don't have kids but you do have experience having been in these situations cheers hmm what advice for parents well okay so if your kids in these classes they're pretty smart mm-hmm. so what my mom did was like we had a lot of african-american literature at home and stuff um you know so she kind of encouraged me to um you know even with my free time reading i would read you know a lot of black stuff you know i was into poetry and stuff i read Langston hughes uh nikki giovanni still my favorite poet um you know that was part of it um of course i came home to my black ass neighborhood every day so there was no uh if ands or buts with that you know what i'm saying like i still socialize black no matter what uh and i think that's uh i don't know if it was like a choice my parents made as much as it was just like i th- that was going to happen that you know if i wanted to play basketball i was going to be making friends with someone with a basketball court and in my neighborhood that was another nigga you know um so that might be part of it which is one of the reasons i say i feel like i had to learn to stop judging black people that didn't have that as an option because to me what is an innate way of life of black socializing is not for other people they get in those classes in those schools and then it's like i come home and my neighborhood is the same as the classes in the schools Mm -hmm. i'm one black person in my neighborhood or one of a few black people in my neighborhood and if i want to go play basketball i gotta go fucking make friends with some white people and if those white people are kind of toxic and bitter then i start making compromises when i'm fucking six you know when i'm like i start compromising some of the things that like me as rod would not compromise you know what i'm saying like uh there was no time where i had to be like well if i want to play ball this white person might say some racist shit and i just gotta chuckle it up and keep playing you know so i didn't have that situation um but i would basically say yes socialize them you know and and by by the way if socializing black i don't mean like don't kick people around any black people i mean any like other kind of people but you know it's like get get them in some situation where they can like know what it's like to be in a majority Mm -hmm. where they can know what it's like you know to um experience uh some level of understanding that comes with shared experience in america it's like if you had a a a child that was a a a girl and she was in an all-boys school you you would find a way to get her around other girls like you would be like okay how do i get her around you know some other girls too so she can experience what that's like um 
all that being said you know uh i would also want to keep them around my family you know let them let them understand because you're gonna have a black ass family you know <laughs> like that's part of it um i still don't know how you make sure your kid just doesn't like completely buy into like the idea of white supremacy and stuff when the examples they have in front of them uh in a lot of these cases are going to be educators who are white Mm -hmm. the other students are going to be white um Mm -hmm. and all this shit uh that may be a bit of a struggle but um i just think educating them and socializing them around other folks uh uh just you know like i said take them to the park you know it might be okay this park is in the black part of town yeah yeah we're gonna go out to the black part of town and because i don't want you to be a black person who's scared of other black people i don't want you to be a black person that looks down on other black people um you know i need you to understand that sometimes when people talk about black people they're not informed so you need to be informed so you can kind of see through the bullshit and know that once you know that other black people who aren't fit in the respectability mode are human and should be valued um you reject all the bullshit you hear about those people you know like uh when i hear people say like oh poor black people do this i'm like "Mm, that's not true i know people that are black and poor and uh, were black and poor and you know like and came up out of those situations Mm -hmm. and when they were in those situations they were hard workers in the first place you know like you know my family's been to projects before dog like how we how you gonna look down on that and then claim to still love me and claim to love blackness you know so uh i just think part of that is uh important you know and also you know another thing man and this is just kind of optional or whatever but you know maybe you should get them involved in like charity type things you know i know with inroads we had to do like fucking um community service to keep our internship you know there's also organizations like inroads that we had i'm sure they're still around uh i also was on um my parents got me on a um a bus tour of black universities um where i visited all these hbcus you know now the dude who ran it was kind of religious and i did just kind of ignore that shit uh to be honest it's like now we're gonna pray before we eat and i'm like no we're not but um but it but the point being i think it's called campus connections but the point being i was on a bus with a bunch of other brown and black kids and we were going from campus to campus where it was a bunch of brown and black people on campus and talking to these administrators and stuff and that you know like like learning that these are options too it just you know some kids go their whole lives and the only options they know are i gotta go to unc chapel hill or ohio state or this or that like so i i just think from a young time from an early age putting the the seed because your kid may or may not grow into this who knows but putting the seed there and letting them also know that no matter how the fuck they grow up what they won't be doing is looking down on other black people because i my personal belief is when you look down on other black people because they're black you being a black person you are also looking down on yourself no matter how you try to frame it like you know when i see like stacy dash talking about black people i see a person that hates them part of themselves Mm -hmm. you know like i like i don't believe her when she says she i love my blackness i'm like no because you wouldn't talk down about the rest of us it's just not how that works. So, you know, just don't raise the station dash and you'll be fine.
Karen, <laughs> Karen, did you want to? Did you have anything to add? I know that was mostly my experience growing up, but I don't know if you had anything to add. Yeah, you hit on a lot of the things that I uh, would think about. Particularly now, you have more things as a parent at your fingertips than our parents ever had. Uh, whatever things that your child are interested in and things that your child excel in, Google black groups. Cause I guarantee you it's a black group of highly educated children somewhere that like chess, that love to read, that like science, that like math, that like these things. So you can get them around peers that are just as smart as them that they can relate to. And you can also just Google things like, and people take this for granted, black summer camps, summer, summertime. And people go, well, let me see what I'm putting my child for summer camp. You know, summer camp, a lot of times the age between what five or six, about 12 is where most children are the most impressionable. And you know what? Put your children in a black summer camp. Um, or anything that is surrounded with uh blackness you know check them out you know be sure they meet your criteria as a parent of course but you know there are things that you can do to do that like everybody just say you can read you can take them to the library um i learned a lot from my mother-in-law most libraries have like uh people that come in and read and some of them are black and they'll read black books and things like that to the children um and also uh like roger say look for uh like speakers that come because pe- people travel all around the country look for people that speak that are doctors that are lawyers people that come and speak to the youth and take your child to these things so your child can see oh i'm black but i can be a doctor i could be a lawyer i could be an astronaut i could be a scientist you know look into these things sometimes i think as parents it's hard to balance everything when it comes to your child because it's hard enough to raise them and then you have to raise them with all the other bullshit that goes along and then you go okay now i have to uh think of their their blackness and how i don't want them to separate from their blackness or quote unquote think that they're the special snowflake when in reality they're not um and even if you do all that children are small people children will grow up and come to their own decisions but at least at the end of the day you can say well i did everything i could do yeah and and for the record there's a lot of stuff that isn't necessarily black True. but it's it's diverse and that should also right. be a priority because like you know when i see my niece go play basketball there's just so many different kinds of kids playing mm-hmm. basketball you know like that is cool you know what i'm saying it's seeing like she, no she's not there's not all black girls out there but mm-hmm. if there's like 10 of the you know 50 girls that's good you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i just wanted them to have that experience at least and a chance to to connect because um blackness is a shared experience in america you know and it, it and racism really fucks it up for everybody um as for how we deal with it but uh i i would definitely want my kid to understand that that shared experience is valuable and you shouldn't have to be ashamed of that because we don't want we don't say well look other gay people should be ashamed to hang out with other gay people other i mean well we don't yeah some people probably do yeah, i'm sure but, but we or don't, women right. shouldn't be around other women or this you know what i'm saying like people always try to find a way to be like marginalized group should you should not be around the rest of the group you should be by yourself because you're the one that's the, the cool like nah we don't want anybody drinking that kool-aid um cam right saying finally got my money right i recently start started a new job and was online shopping letting my money burn a hole in my pocket then i heard a voice that sounded like hating ass terrell jones say you ain't shit look at you 
you wasting all your money on bullshit and you don't get robbed and carrying any of it you need to dive head first in the deep end of an empty pool oh no oh no so immediately i logged into the blackout tips and went premium it's the, <laughs> least, it's the least i could do for what you guys do for me you guys have the best podcast ever since listening to you i have people look at me like i'm crazy because i go around saying random things from the show like make daddy a sandwich yes and bullet ball extreme uh or my favorite of all time we going to the white theater anyways let me get going love the podcast love you guys like a flake cousins thank you thank you sweetie uh ma writes in oh it's my girl girl davis showing love hey baby hey guys it's girl davis here it's been a while but i've been with you guys the whole time at this point you guys are pretty much family to me you've been kinder and more consistent than a lot of my blood family and i actually pay money to be around you guys as opposed to paying for an uber to get the hell away from some of our folks <laughs> you guys and your fearlessness in the podcast would inspire me to make my own show about career and we've been uh oh have inspired me to make my own podcast uh show about career and we've been going for about six months now so i just want to thank y'all uh, for always being so kind and gracious to me especially during those dark times towards the end of my career and career trying to say that three times really fast and i'm sorry for not labeling the snacks in english lol oh no honey it was good it <laughs> we was, figured it out oh we was just fine in fact i liked the writing because i was like oh cool i don't understand what it is but i know what this looks like yeah we get that anime loot crate and we eat everything that come in that too so right i don't be knowing Mm-mm. i'm like oh it's upside down homer simpson face mm, mm, delicious delicious extra chocolatey <laughs> show feedback black history black history the movie has to be one of the funniest episodes i've heard from you guys and can's reaction to your trailer is really what sells it her what the hell is wrong with you had me rolling man i was in a vietnamese restaurant eating pho and almost filled the hot ass soup on me <laughs> y'all some talented ass people and humble too i'm loving all your new sponsorships and i hope there's more to come i'm raising a digital glass of rum to your health and future prosperity from girl davis thank you thank you sweetie you didn't put the name of your podcast in there you sure did not what is the name of your podcast right yeah, back right back and hit us up on twitter tell people to, to listen to uh, what mm-hmm. you think about career uh starring chadwick boseman as tippy war winner what up niggas this is Leonard brothers yo man i've been behind the show lately because of work but i did catch this week's shows they're great per usual anyway i'm here to nominate that chadwick boseman black history trailer for episode 1224 for tippy right just go ahead and make up a category and make that clip the only nominee in it and give yourself an award for it it's that good <laughs> it had me cooking since i heard it yesterday oh and just to make it easy to find for everyone noted the time code it's at 105.54, one, 1 hour and 5 minutes, 54 second mark of the episode. Lasts about 3 minutes. Anyways, on Audi 5000, for now, I'll holler at y'all. Peace. Peace. Uh, thank you guys. I appreciate it, man. Um, and, uh, thank you. That's it for today's feedback show. We had a little late start, but, uh, did pretty good. We'll be back, uh, tomorrow, uh, 10 a.m. with my daddy for Father's Day. <laughs> that's right black dad is in the house uh so we'll talk to y'all uh tomorrow uh also for premium people i've been putting out some backlog pre-games since precast is going down i want to make sure we get them all out um so that nobody misses any mm-hmm. uh and we're catching up so we got we'll be putting out more uh in the next couple of days hope you guys enjoy those until tomorrow i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.